Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi guys, welcome back to Not Your Typical with me, Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. It has felt like three years since the last time I recorded just because so much has gone on this past week. And I honestly should have listened to my last episode just to like hear what point I was at in the whole moving process before I started recording today, but I didn't. So I'm just going to give you the rundown on what's been going on in my life. We moved from Arizona to California this week. It has felt like 10 years, but at the same time, it's also felt like five seconds because it all went so fast. Like my parents already left. We're alone, me, Hunter and Coco, and we freaking live in California. Like what is life? It has been so amazing so far. I I just can't even like put words to the way that I feel and like how grateful I feel to be here. And also just like how myself I feel. I didn't really realize my love for California until the past two years when I started visiting um, family who moved here into Laguna Beach. And I just started realizing more and more how much it aligned with my lifestyle and there's just so many healthy little cafes, coffee shops. It's so dog friendly. The views are insane. Like every single corner and inch of California is beautiful. And I've just appreciated every single second of it. So the fact that I get to call this home is absolutely unreal. And I like can't believe I get to share it with you guys. It's crazy. So that's where I'm at. Obviously, it's been like a whirlwind. And Hunter and I are so fucking happy. Sorry, I don't know if I can cuss on podcasting. But that's funny. That's a little side note. I feel like everyone who meets me in person or, like, when I make new friends, they don't assume that I, like, cuss because, I don't know, I try and keep it wholesome on social media just because it's, like, the professional side of me. But I do cuss a lot in real real life. I just, like, don't... I don't know how to, like, bring that to social media without it being unprofessional, even though it's literally 2022 that's not unprofessional, but I'm obviously in a ranty mood today. We're doing an entire episode about hot girl summer advice, and I put a question box on my Instagram this week for an Instagram Q&A, but secretly, I really just wanted to get your guys' questions for this episode, and I was thinking about doing these every single month because I love listening to other people's advice. I think it's a really good way to just, like, pick someone's brain if you ask a very specific question about something that you're dealing with. Hearing what they would do in that situation is really one, comforting, and two, eye-opening. It helps get a lot of insight in different areas. So I'm thinking about doing these every single month, just a little advice column episode where you guys write into me. 
but let's get into my not so typical obsession this week and it's actually just going to be new beginnings because obviously when you move to a new place you're starting a new chapter of life and I know that sounds so serious and deep but it honestly is because this is such a big pivot in my life and what I mean by that is just everything is new. The workouts I'm doing are new. The people I'm meeting are new. The grocery store that I shop at is new. My neighborhood, my daily walks, everything right now is new and it's the beginning of something, you know? It's beginning of a new fitness journey because I'm obviously trying new workout classes and I also am transitioning into getting my personal training license, so I'm going to start posting a lot more workouts on my pages. So, just a lot of new and I love it. It feels so good. So maybe if you're listening at home and you've been needing that like push to just start something, this is your sign. Start it. I don't know what it is. It could be moving. It could be starting a class online. Whatever it is, just do it and go for it and take it from someone like me who doesn't really like going out of my comfort zone that it is such a good feeling and it will spark something in you just like it sparked something in me. And yeah, that's just been my not-so-typical obsession this week. And it's not typical because I'm such a routine person. So it's weird that me getting thrown into just something so new has, like, refueled me so much. And I'm just so excited for the next couple of months just starting all these new things. But my not-so-typical dislike of the week is unpacking. I hate unpacking. I am such a procrastinator. And... This is one thing you can't procrastinate when you move. Like you have to unpack or you're just going to feel so out of it and you're going to feel like you're either like on a vacation or just like living in clutter, which nobody likes to live in clutter. And you guys know me like a clean space is a clear mind for me and I have to have a clean space. And I am a messy person. Like I, I feel like I always get misinterpreted when I say this because I can be messy. Like I throw my clothes on the floor. I will put my dishes in the sink unwashed. Like I'm human, but when I clean, I just feel so much better, but I'm also a procrastinator, so unpacking this week has been just way more prolonged than it needed to be. Hunter's also a procrastinator, and honestly, my whole family are procrastinators. They came in town to help us move and unpack, but obviously, like, they're from Arizona. We come to California. It's all, it's going to turn into, like, a vacation. We went to so many yummy restaurants. We had a beach day. We took Coco to the beach for the first time, which was literally the cutest thing in the world. She's afraid of the water. We are working on it. She's going to eventually get more comfortable with it, but the two times we've taken her to the beach, she was not a fan of the waves, but I think she's just confused. Like, this is a new beginning for Coco, too, so the Coco journey with the water will resume shortly. We're actually taking her to the beach tonight after I go to my spin class, so maybe I'll give an update next week. Fingers crossed that she likes the water and she's gotten in, but my word of the week this week is, I think, productivity. It's a good word for the week because I kind of did push a bunch of stuff to the side to just enjoy my first week here, but I want to stay productive. I want to keep working hard. You guys know I care so much about this podcast. I care about my YouTube channel, my Instagram, TikTok, just every part of my job. And I know it can get a little overwhelming for me when I have so much going on, like a bunch of plans with friends or my family coming in, Hunter's family coming in, whatever it is, whenever there's a lot going on, 
it's hard for me to focus on work because I have to give my all to everything. Like I can't focus on work and also have a conversation with someone. I have to be fully focused on work. So something I really want to focus on just right at the beginning of moving to California is being productive with my work to life balance. Like when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm having fun with friends, I'm having fun with friends. And I'm not minimizing my fun, but prioritizing work when it's time for work and then prioritizing balance when it's time for balance, if that makes sense. Like I don't want to move to California and then ghost my job for a month just because there's so much going on. You know, I want to bring you with me and I just kind of have a track record, I feel like, of not being fully focused on something if I'm not prioritizing productivity because naturally I am a procrastinator, which is okay and like we all have our faults. So that's what I'm focusing on this week. Don't forget to let me know what you guys are focusing on. I love seeing like Instagram stories where you guys tag not your typical and tell me like your word of the week or you're not typical of the week, all of that, or just DM me if you want to keep it personal. But let's get into the advice column part of this episode. I read through a bunch of them, screenshotted a bunch of them. I'm going to try and do it kind of like fire questions where I keep the answers short, but obviously, you know, some of them are going to get longer, but... I'm really excited. Let's get into it. The first one that I screenshotted is how did you learn to love your body, especially your stretch marks and acne scars if you have them? So the first thing I'm thinking when I read this is you said if you have them and that's because you've never noticed them on me. Whether I have them or not, you have no clue because nobody is focusing on you the way that you focus on you. So that's something that's always helped me if I do get insecure about the stretch marks that I do have and there has been a point in my life that I was super insecure about them. I remember in high school I was talking to this one guy and he was super sweet like he did not mean this in any negative way. He was genuinely like not thinking but one day at lunch we were all standing there like my whole group of friends and he was like Caitlin what's on your leg? And I looked down because I was like, what is on my leg? Like, is it a bug? And I realized it was my stretch marks that were showing because I was wearing shorts. And it really did affect me. Like, I didn't really want to wear shorts to school anymore because I was like, oh, I never realized that, like, someone else might notice them. And it really affected me. It, like, threw me in a spiral of insecurity. And this is, like, in high school. So how sad to like hate a part of your body when you're so young and those are just like the fun parts of life we cannot waste our time worrying about our body like what it looks like I promise if you're in high school and you're listening to this I have one advice piece of advice for you just have fun nothing is that deep like when I think back into high school any type of drama or insecurity I had or situation like this where someone drew attention to my body or something I was insecure about like my laugh or that I was super loud anything like that like at the time it felt so terrible and looking back I'm like oh my god I literally could care less I don't even remember half of it so just have fun be nice to everyone like try and stay out of drama I know it's inevitable pretty much I feel like in high school at least it was for my group but yeah that is just a story that I think back to when I think about like stretch marks and now it's like I just I have them it's part of me and I just don't really give attention to it it's not like I'm like oh I absolutely am in love with my stretch marks or the opposite I'm not like oh I hate these it's just a part of me it's like my nose it's just there like it doesn't need to be perfect don't really care if it is or not it's just a part of me 
And that's kind of what's helped me love myself is just thinking of things like that. Like, it's just me. It doesn't need to be perfect. doesn't have to be classified as beautiful or not beautiful. It just, it's me. So that's what makes it beautiful. And going back to what I said before, you didn't even notice it on me because we're all just focused on us, our own securities. And even that story with the guy in high school that noticed it on me, like he wasn't even saying it in a bad way. He was just curious. And he's probably never thought of it for another second of his life, even though I, I carried it with me until obviously this day, which it was literally six years ago. So I guess that could help you in that situation. And it's also nothing to be embarrassed of. Acne scars, stretch marks, cellulite, this is what happens to us. We're human, so it's okay. Okay, I have a simple answer for this one. It's, do you mind talking about why you don't drink? And I have gone into this, I feel like, so many times. So I think what I'm going to keep it to in this episode is just, I don't enjoy it. Like, I don't love to be hungover the next day. So... I just don't do it. You know, I don't let anyone pressure me into doing something I don't want to do. So if you're asking yourself, why do I still drink or do I like drinking? Then maybe you don't, you know, who are you drinking for? Who are you dressing a certain way for? You know, like ask yourself these things in life. What do you want to do? What do you like to do? And then do it because there's no point in living your life for other people. And I didn't like to drink. And I haven't second-guessed it a day since deciding that I didn't want to drink anymore, you know? So that's what I'll say on that one. Someone said tips to maintain clear skin. So for me, I've never had an issue with acne in my life, but I do know that a lot of you guys do struggle with acne. I get a lot of questions about it. So first, I just want to say if you have acne, totally normal nothing to be embarrassed about, nothing to hate about yourself. I know obviously it can be painful, so of course you're going to want to not have that pain, but I just wanted to make that clear. Like, you are beautiful with your acne, you're beautiful without acne, and don't feel like you have to change yourself, but I understand like people have their own insecurities. For me, what really works for my skin is keeping it simple with a skincare routine. You know, I really have been getting into clean skincare products. I want to at least know what's going on my face. So that's something that's helped me. And there's really affordable clean skincare products like at Target. And I think it just comes down to research. Make sure you're researching what you're putting on your skin. And a huge thing for me is just the foods that I'm eating. Like I've noticed my skin glow so much more when I'm having a more nutrient-dense diet. And that doesn't mean I only eat nutrient-dense foods. You know, you guys, if you're not new here, you know that about me. I obviously practice balance, but I do eat a lot of nutrients throughout the day. I love having plants, you know, strawberries, mango, herbs, just I eat a lot of plants and I've noticed a direct correlation to my skin. And another thing is actually matcha. I've noticed that matcha has really helped my skin glow and my favorite matcha brand is actually Peak Tea and then also... Sane Volette's matcha brand, which is Nekahoma Matcha. I can link both of them in the show notes. But those are just three things that have stuck out to me that has helped my skin glow. I've never had an issue with acne, like I said, but I've had a lot of like discoloration, dry patches, combination skin. And yeah, I've just noticed a really big difference with those things. Someone said, do you mind sharing your height and weight? I'll tell you my height. My height is five Actually, I don't even know my height. I'm pretty sure it's five seven and a half. I literally always forget if it's five six and a half or five seven and a half. 
and I have no clue what my weight is. Absolutely no clue. I don't think I've weighed myself in a year and a half or two years. I have no clue. And I also don't hold any type of value in my weight. So I have no clue. Someone said ways to force yourself to make change. I just can't. So I think with this question, the way that I want to answer it is if you have this mindset of I need to force myself, I can't do it. That's the issue there. It's not what you're trying to get yourself to do. It's the mindset of I have to do this. Try and change that narrative in your brain to I want to do this or I can do this because we have to remember that all of these things that help a healthy lifestyle are for a positive reason. So when I look at my lifestyle and I think I don't really love waking up early, when I think of it as when I wake up early, I get to accomplish this much throughout the day. When I wake up early, I fall asleep earlier. It's easier for me to fall asleep. I feel well rested when I wake up early, go to bed early. It works for my routine. You know, like those are positive ways to think about waking up early. Whereas if I'm like, oh my God, I hate waking up early. I have to wake up at my alarm. I have to get out of bed. There's no way I'm going to wake up. Like that's going to make it seem like a chore. Whereas the first one, same habit, different mindset if you guys can see what I'm saying. So just really focus on the habits that you have in your life. How are you talking to yourself when you're doing them? How are you thinking of these habits in your life? Because it's truly important and that's what's going to make the huge difference in your day-to-day life. And that's also what's going to help it feel like a journey and feel like your lifestyle rather than just like a quick fix or something that you're doing for only a few days, you know, like that diet mentality, this is going to help you feel like it's just a lifestyle change. Someone asked me, how do you create a lot of recipes? So there's a few ways that I create my recipes. I'm not a chef. I'm not a baker, but it's really just one trial and error. I also really like to copycat recipes from like restaurants. Like if I go to a restaurant and say I get fajitas and I enjoy it. Usually that week I go home and I make fajitas. It's just how I've always done it. So I get a lot of my meal inspiration from restaurants and I also get a lot of my like recipes like if I'm baking something and I actually want to know like the exact measurements and stuff and learn about baking. I just use social media like I use YouTube, Instagram, blogs. You guys know I'm obsessed with Gathered Nutrition's recipes and I also have been loving cookbooks lately. Something about flipping through a cookbook is so fun to me, especially like on a Sunday reset where you're drinking your coffee, trying to figure out what you want at the grocery store, just having fun with it, making it kind of like a thing rather than a chore, you know, it goes back to the habits in your life. Romanticize your life, think of these things as positive things because they are positive and just have fun with it and also if you make a meal and you don't like it what's the worst thing that happens you know just try things out and eventually things will stick and eventually you'll get better at cooking trust me I like sucked at cooking a couple of years ago and now I feel like I'm pretty good I'm pretty confident I'll say in the kitchen welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Someone said how to make friends that have the same values of you rather than drinking and partying. And I would say be open to all people, you know, like if you 
are talking to someone and they do like to go drink and party, that doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. You know, like I have many friends who do love to drink and party, but when they're with me, they do things that are different. You know, like just because someone loves to drink and party doesn't mean they don't also love to go to the gym or they don't also love to go get coffee and take Instagram pictures, whatever it is that you like to do. So I guess just being super open to conversation, getting to know people, again, trial and error, and I guess putting yourself out there is the best way to do it. And then also just surrounding yourself with those people. So I go to spin class. I'm surrounded by people who love spin. I go to the grocery store. I'm surrounded by people who love grocery shopping or at least go grocery shopping or coffee shops, you know, just submerging yourself in whatever atmosphere it is that you love. I feel like that's a really good way to make friends and then also use the power of social media. Obviously, be safe. Like, that's like actually scary. I feel like I should take that back, but I have made a lot of friends with my job just on social media. Like, literally, Lindsay, I met her two years ago on social media and we've hung out obviously countless times it's literally her birthday this week we're going on a trip to Newport I'm really excited about it but yeah like I literally met Lindsay on social media and she's one of my best friends so just put yourself out there make conversation be open to conversation and try not to judge people for what they love and what they don't love I'll add that too Because think about it, what if I met people who did like to go out sometimes, like some of my friends, and I told them I don't drink and I don't go out, and then they instantly judge me and say, oh, I'm not going to be friends with her because she doesn't drink. It's kind of that same vibe. Like, yeah, I don't drink, but I also love having fun at the beach, and I can be outgoing and goofy and entertaining, you know, so just try not to close people off, I guess I'll say. Someone said, what's your favorite late night snack? Um, I'm gonna have to go with sourdough bread, honey, peanut butter, or almond butter, and banana. I love that it has carbs, fat, protein with the peanut butter, and it's sweet. I always have a sweet tooth at night. I love that it feels good in my stomach. These are all foods that don't upset my stomach. Obviously, everyone's gonna be different, but that's like definitely my go-to, and it also fills me up um, just because it does have protein, carb, fat, so even though it's like late at night, I know people are like, I'm not hungry. I'm just like in a snacky mood. Like, no, I get hungry at night. So I want to be full. Like I want to have something that's actually satiating. Obviously, sometimes I am just in a snacky mood, but I just listen to my body. So the nights that I'm actually hungry, that's definitely my favorite. Okay, the next one is I had a horrible day and I'm self-doubting. How can I work on self-love? Bessie, I know this feeling all too well. I am the queen of self-doubt, whether it's working out, work, my personal life, like friendships, whatever it is, I will doubt myself into literally crying and it is the worst feeling. And I think the reason why it's the worst feeling is because nobody talks to you the way that you can talk to yourself. Like it's not every day that you're just at the grocery store and someone's like, oh, this part of you is ugly and this is the most annoying part about your personality and seriously at work you couldn't have done this better like nobody's talking to you like that 24 7 the only person who is potentially talking to yourself like that is you so we're not used to it and if you are used to it then 100% cut off whoever's talking to you like that but it's funny we say that about someone like a boyfriend or a girlfriend talking to you like this but we don't say it about ourselves enough like I say it to you but or maybe you try and convince yourself, but society as a whole, like we don't talk about it enough because self-doubt is so prevalent and 
I didn't even realize how many other people dealt with self-doubt until I started talking about it. And if you are one of those people who are constantly just doubting yourself and making you feel belittled by yourself, just stop the process. Like literally just stop. Do whatever you can do to get your mind off of it and completely turn the other direction because nothing good comes from it. So why are we being unproductive? That's kind of how I look at it and it's not going to fix overnight. But the more you redirect your brain and start going in a different direction, the less you will do it or at least the less time you'll spend on doing it because obviously we can all sit there for two hours and just make ourselves feel worse and worse. But if you stop the cycle, then five minutes is a lot better than two hours of self-doubt. So that's what I'll say on that. Next question is, what does a week of workouts look like for you? I have been in this phase of life that isn't very structured, so I don't really have a workout routine other than the fact that I aim for three spin classes a week and I also try and lift two times a week. So I'll do an upper body day and a lower body day. And I have been wanting to get more into lifting again, like back into lifting. I did re-fall in love with lifting. I went a long time with just kind of being burnt out with it and just uninspired with lifting. Um, I kind of moved into like hit style workouts. I did a lot of Sammy Clark workouts for a while. And then I moved on to spin. I feel like I was spinning a lot for a while, not even really going to my own gym and doing anything with weights, not even like um, like compound workouts, kind of like Sammy Clark does, but literally just spinning when I was going. But at this point in my life, I think that I'm going to try and structure my workouts the next couple of months with just two cardio days, which for me is going to be spin because I love it. And then probably about three lifting days a week. And I think those three lifting days or at least two of the lifting days, I want it to be like a heavier lifting day where I'm spending time. I'm like working out slow and like really just getting back into lifting, building my strength. And I think it'll implement really well with spin. So that's where I'm at right now. That's my fitness goals. And not that I'm starting my fitness journey again, but I am like starting a new chapter of my fitness journey and I have new goals and I really want to be strong, but also keep my endurance up and I'm excited. So that's where I'm at. I'll keep you guys updated with it. Obviously, I always like mention fitness and my life on my vlog. So if you're interested to see like more of my day-to-day like workouts, definitely go on my YouTube channel. Someone said, how do you deal with anxiety and uncertainty? Uncertainty. Um, I'm not the best. Like this is definitely like the blind leading the blind with this question because I have just struggled with anxiety for my whole life and it's been so bad the past like five years. But I think that I've learned how to like cope with anxiety. So the number one thing I'll say is go to therapy. Like even if you don't have anxiety or even if it's not to a point where it's like crippling, you should go to therapy. I think everyone can benefit from going to therapy, even just trying it once. Like don't make the decision for yourself that you don't need therapy. Let a licensed professional decide that for you. And that's just my opinion on it. Therapy changed my life and it made me view things so differently and it helped me. Like therapy gave me physical practices that I could do to help my anxiety like during anxiety attacks and stuff and I feel like I didn't really realize that before I went to therapy I thought they were just gonna like chat with me but no like when you go these people are licensed and they're helping you. They have tactics, they have procedures that they follow and it's educational and science-backed so that's what really got me in the door and I'm so thankful that I went. Another thing like an actual thing that you can implement in your life that has fully helped me with anxiety 
and anxiety attacks is these five grounding techniques. So if I'm in the middle of an anxiety attack or I'm just feeling anxious, the first thing that I do is say, what can I see? So I name something that I can see right now. It's a tree I'm looking at because I'm recording in my car. Fun fact. And then the second thing is what can I taste? So say you're chewing gum. Do you taste gum? Do you taste the toothpaste from the morning? Did you just eat? What do you taste? The third thing is what do you feel? Are you touching your leggings? Are they soft? Are you in your car? Are you touching a hot window? Are you feeling your skin? Is it sweaty? Like what do you feel? The next thing is what do you hear? Obviously self-explanatory at this point. What do you hear surrounding you? I can't think of what the last one is, but the point of all these things is that it gets you into the present moment and it also redirects your mind. So it's really, really helpful when you are just going a million miles an hour, when you feel anxious. It just fully has helped me in so many situations. So that's what I do when I'm feeling anxious. So hopefully that can help one of you guys listening. Someone said, what's your favorite daily habit that you do? Um... I'm going to say drink water because I never realized how important drinking water was because I sucked at it and it's just because I'm so oblivious to so many things that if I'm not holding a water bottle, I just won't drink it. So I noticed a huge difference in my energy, my skin, my happiness, my health goals when I started drinking more water. So I'm going to say drinking water. It's also one of the easiest habits to implement because... All you have to do is buy a water bottle, hold it with you, or continue to fill up a glass of water at the fridge or wherever it is. I also think it's really cool. I know this about Arizona. I don't know it about many other states, but in Arizona, a restaurant can't refuse you a glass of water, maybe because it's so hot there, but it's free. You have to give someone a glass of water if they go in. So that's a free self-care habit that's really good for you. So drinking water. Someone said, what is your current favorite workout song? And I'm only answering this because I have a very specific one that I need you to listen to the second you finish this podcast. It's by Mac Miller. It's a throwback. It's called, oh my God, I'm spacing on the name. I need to look it up right now. Blue World. It is so good. If you spin the second you listen to the song, you know that it is just an incredible spin song. And oh my God, I just love it. It's such a good throwback. And yeah. It's one of my favorite songs and I re-fell in love with it and it's just so good for working out. It puts me in the best vibe. The intro of the song is a little different than the actual full song, so give it a minute. Just listen to it one time through and trust me and let me know if you like it because I'm obsessed with it. It's not even my normal genre of music. Like I definitely love to listen to like rap and I just don't really like like EDM vibes and this is more EDM vibes to me. I actually hate EDM, but this is the one of few songs that I really like. I don't know if it's considered EDM, but it's definitely a little bit more techno sounding and I love it. I'm going to answer one more. Someone said, I have a huge sweet tooth. Tips on balancing this. Um, I have a huge sweet tooth too. I also have a huge salty tooth. So I think I just have a huge appetite, but that's nothing to be like ashamed of or sad about. Um, I've just found recipes that are sweet, but also make me feel good. Like I used to eat a bunch of like candy and stuff. I loved like sour punch straws and sour Skittles, but every single time I would eat these foods, I would feel like crap after. Like, and I don't even like to say that because I don't want to like demonize a certain food because if you don't feel like crap after you eat them, then okay. But I genuinely feel like crap when I have candy. Like, 
it's one of the very few foods that I don't really ever eat I'll say like I haven't really eaten that in a while just because it really really upsets my stomach so I've found sweet things that don't upset my stomach because to me I don't want to feel like I have an upset stomach it's one of my least favorite things so finding alternatives to foods that I love really help so even just like that sour vibe, like sour Skittles, sour punch straws, having like frozen grapes that are super sour, rolled in coconut sugar and frozen, like that gives me the same vibe. I know it's obviously different, but I still love them. I'm not saying I love one more than the other. I'm not saying it needs to fully replace, but I do love that combination. So just finding alternatives that you love that you can turn to when you want to turn to and when you want to feel good but also satisfy that craving that's something that has helped me and then also letting yourself have whatever you want like that also doesn't mean if I had sour punch straws in front of me and they sounded really good that doesn't mean I'm not going to eat them if I want them I'm going to eat them and I have zero food rules that's a huge thing that I promote for myself like that's what I want in my life is zero food rules because it works well for me. So yeah, I'm going to end the episode here. I feel like this was so fun. This is my favorite episode I think I've ever recorded because it gave me like freedom to really, really tell you guys how I would handle these situations in my life. So I thought it was really fun. Let me know if you want more advice columns. Just leave a review down below. I read every single review and just say more advice columns if that's what you want. But thank you so much for listening today. I love you so much. I'm so beyond excited for the future of this podcast. I also have to say we are almost going to hit 500,000 listens on this podcast. That's half a million. Like what? I am mind blown. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I can say that and not feel guilty for feeling proud of myself. And yeah, 500,000 fucking listens. Are you kidding? You guys are the best. And I already can't wait for next week. It's going to be a summer essential episode. And I'm also recording with Rebecca this week, one of my favorite girls, Rebecca Lay Health on Instagram. So get excited. That's going to be the next couple of weeks. And I want to leave you with a journal prompt. Of course, it's going to be what is my advice for myself for this summer? So give yourself advice and tell yourself things that maybe you would tell your younger self, your older self, your current self, and have fun with that one because I'm going to. (laughs) But I'm running late for my spin class. I'm recording in a car that is extremely hot right now because I want the best audio for you guys. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have the best motivating week and I'll talk to you guys next Monday.